Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Clutch Sports Talk. Let's go. Good morning, everyone. How you guys doing? It's me, your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk in the house. And you know what that means. It's NFL Sunday morning with me. It's week seven. It's blowing by pretty quick, man. I was out last week, had some business I had to take care of, but I'm back in the saddle with another great episode for you guys, getting you guys ready up until kickoff for all of today's action around the NFL. Again, this show is presented to you by The Grid, the leaders in sports, media, entertainment, and content. You know, we bring in that fire every week as we come on. As you can see, I'm representing for The Grid this morning. But hey, we got a great show today. I'm going to be talking about the coaching hot seat. Yeah, there's a couple coaches, man, that are, that are kind of like... Uh, it's getting hot in the kitchen, man, and are they going to get out or are the teams are going to stay with them or whatever? We'll, we'll talk about that. Also got to go over my week seven power rankings and my week seven predictions and followed up with my clutch picks of the week. This is a big week for me. I'm sitting at 500. The last two weeks have not been kind to me, so I'm trying to do what I can to stay above 500 today. So without further ado, man, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This is Clutch Sports Talk NFL Sunday morning with me, Ryan Flowers. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody. Hope you guys are doing all right and you guys are nice and warm and bundled up wherever you're watching this show from, man. Hope you got your cup of coffee, tea, whatever you're doing, your, your waffles, your pancakes. Hope you guys are pulled up watching me this morning, man. I got another fire episode for you guys today. Um, but listen, again, this show is presented by The Grid, the leaders in sports, entertainment, and media content, man. We keeping it we, we keeping it popping right here, man. We trying. We got all these great content creators. We're doing our thing. We're growing. And make sure you get on and catch the wave while you can, all right? So... But hey, got a great show for you guys today, man. Again, we're going to be talking about some coaches that are on a hot seat. You guys let me know what you think. Also, week seven power rankings, week seven predictions, and clutch sports picks of the week. Uh, but just real quick before we kind of get everything, just some news and notes from around the league real fast. Russell Wilson not getting the start today, <clears throat> excuse me, um, at home, I believe, uh, against the Jets. So we'll see how that talk. We'll, we'll talk about that later on when I go through my predictions. Um, Christian McCaffrey. On the move, traded Thursday to the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I got some thoughts about that because I've seen a lot of people on social media um, giving the Niners some flack. Uh, I'll kind of weigh in on that a little bit. Um, Carson Wentz going to be out at least four weeks due to, I think, a broken finger on his throwing hand, I think. So we'll see what happens with the Commanders um, and the Bears. The Bears are still alleging or accusing the New England Patriots of uh, of cheating <laughs> uh, prior to their Monday night matchup, which... Uh, 
I, I thought Thursday night football was getting bad. Monday night football. Um, see, I wish they could start flexing schedules now <laughs> uh, because that game is not going to be watchable. So Sunday night's been pretty good for the most part, I would say. Pretty competitive games. But this, this th- the Thursday night and sometimes the Monday night games to me have just not lived up to the expectation for, for most of us. Um, so, but anyway, those are some quick little news and notes from around the league, probably that you know of, and, but we'll get, we'll dive a little bit more deeper into some of these situations um, as we go through the week seven prediction. So real quick, man, I want to talk first about <clears throat> some coaches. Now there are some teams um, that have some head coaches that are on the, on the hot seat, whether they know it or not, but I'm going to put some of them on the hot seat and, and we'll, we'll kind of, you know, reflect on why, they're on the hot seat or what led them to this situation. So the first guy I want to talk about, he's probably flying low key um, under the radar, I would say. <clears throat> and that's going to be Riverboat Ron. Now, you know, I, this is what, fourth or fifth season, I believe, I think, in Washington. Now, they never really established a quarterback, right? Their their defensive line is just, a, a it's like a garage full of sports, high high performance sports cars. You got... Tons of draft picks from the first round. Now, some of them not made by him from the previous regime, um, but they just have not been able to get it going on the offensive side of the ball, which I'm not surprised because he's a defensive-minded coach. Now, his time in Carolina was, well, I would say pretty successful, but it ran, it, it ran, it kind of, it ran its course, right? And now he, we took the job in Washington. They never, ever established or drafted a quarterback. They went out and get Carson Wentz this offseason. And he kind of calls out Carson Wentz last week. And to be fair, I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, but I don't think it's all his problem. It's not all his fault as well, what I'm saying. Um, But listen, this guy's got four flames because he is on the hot seat. I think Dan Snyder, who's also been in the news lately, you know, talking about, you know, he's got some dirt on people in the NFL. This organization is messed up from from the top down. Okay. Now they do have some nice offensive little pieces that I would say Terry McLaren is a pretty solid player. Um, Just unfortunate for him. He's on the wrong team. Again, I talked about the defensive line. They got a bunch of Ferraris and Lamborghinis rushing the quarterback, but they just don't have enough on the back end to be a successful team, especially in what's now become the best division in all of football, the NFC East, which was formerly known as the NFC least. Now, Ron Rivera, he fits in that equation because I think he was brought in to kind of stabilize the organization. You know, he's an older coach. You know, he's very, you know, he, he's got some cachet a little bit. They made a Super Bowl. He did coach a former MVP. But really, his time in Carolina kind of ended uh, a little, not abruptly, but it was time for a change. And they ended up making the change. They moved on to Matt Rule. Matt Rule's not in the league anymore. And I don't think Ron Rivera will be in the league much longer, especially after the season. And I don't think a lot of it is because it's his, it's his fault, per se. I don't think a lot of it is his fault, <laughs> um, but I, you got some coaches where the, the time has just passed them by. This is a new modern day of football. Things are different. Players are different. Um, and you just don't, I mean, listen, you, you just don't know what you're getting a lot of days. And so I think it's time for Ron Rivera. He's going, he's definitely, the hot seat is on high for him and he'll be out of here uh, probably by the end of this season. All right. The next gentleman, I think a lot of us wouldn't agree on. And the only reason why I only have three flames for him and I don't have four is because they're winning right now. They're on a two-game winning streak, I believe, which I think will come to an end today. I'll talk about that later on. But Brandon Staley, he's definitely the epitome of having having something really nice and running it into the ground. Now, on paper, the Chargers were probably the best team going into this season. 
You know, they had some key pieces on the defensive side, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, who got benched last week, oddly enough. Um, you know, Justin Herbert coming off a really solid year. They barely just missed the playoffs by some indecisioning, some some game-time decision uh, by Brandon Taylor, who we know now for a fact does not, he's not very good at game management, okay? Um, but with all that said, this is a very hot job. I think if he if he gets the boot, right, if he's fired, this is going to be the best job, I think, in the National Football League. It's L.A. You're in a division, you know, other than the Chiefs, right, you know, um, which they competed against because they they can they can kind of do that a little bit. Um, you, you know, Denver is struggling. The Raiders are what the Raiders are at this point. Listen, th- this guy has a great job, but he just can't get it right, and he gets in his own way sometimes, and that's what's crazy about this guy is that some, sometimes, and I, I get it, I understand when you're in the moment, things are happening, you know, I coach football myself, and sometimes you may overlook certain things, but he continues to con- he continues to make the same mistake over and over and over, and it's just, you know, the last couple of weeks they've been bailed out. He got bailed out by his team. Um, but this guy, I think if he if he does not make the playoffs this year, he's done, and, and, and you have to be done with him because he's not – making this team any better. If that's the case, you could have kept Anthony Lynn and continued not making the playoffs. Um, but this guy is supposed to be this guru. And honestly, I just don't see it. And so I, he's got three flames for me. And I think if he doesn't get in the playoffs this year, he's done because look of all the talent he has on offense and defense and they can't get it done. All right. Next guy, Dan Campbell. Now, was never a big fan of his hiring anyway. He's a raw, raw kind of guy. And we know in the National Football League that doesn't work, all right? You're you're dealing with men, but maybe this day and age, because of the younger generation coming into the league, he could have fit somewhere. Now, I'm not saying he's a terrible coach, but I don't think he's one of the greatest X's and O coaches of all time. He'll never go down in the history of being that. I don't think he was ever considered that in the first place, right? But the honeymoon is over. You know, we watch the hard knocks. We see we see how passionate he is about it, and that's great, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's a results-oriented business, and they're just not getting it done. The Lions are not getting it done, right? Um, their defense is atrocious. Anthony Lynn, I don't know what happened, man. Um, you know, the offense is doing something, right? Right? Maybe a little bit. Uh, but, but Dan Campbell, he's more of a motivator kind of guy. He's probably, he should be a, probably be a really good strength and conditioning coach, right? Because the way he goes about, I mean, he looks like he can still play a little bit. But from, from running the ship overall, I don't think he's the guy. And Detroit is not living up to the expectations that they set from the Hard Knock show. And unfortunately, for a guy like him, um, the GM, I forgot the name of the GM, but, you know, he might be on the hot seat because to me, this was not a great pick. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, you, you Right now, you need a guy that knows football over. I'm not saying he doesn't know football because he does know but you need to know football from a coaching standpoint, and they're just not getting the best out of their players. And they do got some talent, man. You got DeAndre Swift. You got St. Brown over there. Uh, you know, people are talking about who you know, they talk about Matthew Stafford as being this great quarterback now. I mean, listen, Matthew Stafford still is Matthew Stafford. He just would benefited from being on a better organ, organization, right? Jared Goff is putting up pretty solid numbers, even though it is sometimes losing time. But it's the same thing. 
it's the same thing. So Dan Campbell's going to have to get out of here. Um, I believe this is this is his second season or third season. I forget now. Um, but he's got four flames. He's going to be on his way out. I think um, at the end of this year, I, I would I would assume. I would assume. Frank Reich. Um, now this one's interesting. Got some close ties to this one. Um, I was talking to a good friend last night about this situation. Uh, shout out to DJ. Um, this one's interesting because this this organization, this team is was considered to be a Super Bowl caliber team this year. Now they, they they're three, two, and one, if I'm not mistaken, and they still got a lot, a lot of season left over. I understand. But something is not clicking now. I know Jonathan Taylor is not firing on all cylinders. He's been hurt. I believe they're like 28th or 29th in rushing. Um, they're they're fifth in passing, which would explain why, because they're they're throwing the ball more. But they're having to rely more on an older Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan was brought in to kind of help supplement and take some of the pressure off of Jonathan Taylor a little bit. But this this team was going to go through Jonathan Taylor. But because he hasn't been able to perform and they haven't lived up to the, the expectations and standards that they've had the last couple of years, they're putting more on Matthew Ryan or Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, and it just hasn't worked out. And number two, they don't have a true number one receiver. They just don't. They don't have a guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Probably people say, oh, that Michael Pittman Jr., Jr. But listen, he's probably a really good number two, right? You know, he didn't separate very well. He's still a younger guy, obviously. He's not a talent like Justin Jefferson. You know, when Justin Jefferson took the field from day one, we just knew this guy was going to be extraordinary, and he's lived up to that, right? Um, not saying that Michael Pittman Jr. is garbage, but he's not that guy, right? So, you know, the defense is kind of middle of the road again, you know. Their offensive line really isn't the same. So they've got some issues that they've got to deal, and a lot of it is going to fall back on him. Right now, I, I think I think he's got maybe one more year. I think he's done enough. Right, only got two flames on him, <clears throat> but I think he's done enough to at least garner one more year, depending on how they finish out the season. Now, if it becomes a disaster, if they don't end up winning this division, which this division is up for grabs. Now they got a tough one on the road today against uh, Tennessee, which we'll talk about that. But he he's got to win a division at least to keep his job for one more year. And the rest of that coaching staff. So they're going to be coaching their ass off because, listen, Indianapolis is there. That, that, that owner, Jim say he I wouldn't say he's uh, irrational, but the guy wants to win. They've had they've had winning teams throughout the course of the year. They've been very consistent. They've never really been just that terrible. Right. They've always been somewhat competitive from a standpoint. All right, especially after Peyton Manning, they luck out and literally get Andrew Luck. Right. So they've had good quarterback transition. And that's been the difference. Right. And when Andrew Luck retired a couple years ago, they were kind of just kind of left like, oh, man, like, what do we do? Right. And so I think they just need to find that again. But they need to get Jonathan Taylor up and up and running again in order for them to be successful throughout the rest of the year. If not, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hard season the rest of the season for Frank Reich and his staff, um, because there's a lot of expectations. And right now they're just not living up to it. And, and like I said, I think we are we know what they are for the most part. I think at a minimum, if he wins the division. I think he might be able to keep his job for one more season, but for sure, the Heat is going to get turned up in that coach's seat next year for sure if he does retain his job by winning the division because they need this team. They, they I'm telling you, a lot of people pick them to win the Super Bowl or at least be in the Super Bowl or be in the conversation, and it just they just <clears throat> they just haven't had it. So all right, now this guy, I mean, I, I don't think we need to talk much about this guy, Nathaniel Hackett. Totally overwhelmed. 
Should have never been a head coach in the National Football League. Now we know, right? But he's got some cachet. Why? Because he he helped coach Aaron Rodgers. Now, now much of it do we know? Did he have a big part in planning and execution or not execution or strategy? I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like this guy knows anything at all. Now he comes from a coaching pedigree. Is his 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 uh his his daddy was a was an NFL coach, coached college for a while. Um, but this guy, literally, week two, you're hiring a consultant on game management. Week two? Come on, right? Now, there's a lot of things, too, going wrong with him. I mean, listen, the whole Russell Wilson thing, that turned out to be a bust. Now, I'm not saying Russell Wilson is done, but I, they they were expecting a different Russell Wilson than what they actually got. Now, I don't know what the change is. Is it because of the scheme? Is Russell Wilson a system quarterback? Because Geno Smith is putting up pretty solid numbers with pretty much the same talent that Russell Wilson had. Now he goes to Denver, has a better defense. You know, weapons, uh, pretty pretty solid weapons, right? They, they don't really have a running game. They, they lose their, their, their running back from last year. He got hurt this year. But this guy um, has no idea. This, this, this thing is falling apart falling apart around them in a couple weeks ago when they lost to I believe it was the Colts was a Thursday night football you know he had made a statement you know they had decided to go for it and then he had said yeah we we got the go-ahead to go for it well who did you get the go-ahead from the consultant you're the head coach you're the head coach so statements like that to me just shows that he is not the guy for this job um, and I probably should not get another head coaching job once he's fired this year because there's no doubt in my mind he's not getting fired. He He's going to get fired, and I think he knows that. He's a lame duck coach right now, um, you know. and now you don't have Russell Wilson, which could be a good thing. Maybe they rally around him today against the Jets. I'll talk about that later on. But uh, this guy, four, four flames because he's, he's a hot mess, and he's probably going to be out of Denver here shortly. All right, Cliff Kingsbury. Now, this one's very interesting because some people would say, well, he, he might deserve a one or two flame, but I think it's three. I think it's hotter than what people think. We saw the altercation that he had <clears throat> with his quarterback, Kyler Murray, the other day on the Thursday night game. <clears throat> and, and, you know, I get it. It's, it, you know, football is a very passionate sport. People yell at each other. It's intense. I get that. But Cliff Kingsbury, his teams, and obviously it's not happening this year. They haven't started very fast, but they start fast and they finish slow. Right. Offensively, they start to get stagnant. They get stale. You got a quarterback that's not really that interested really in this organization anymore. I think organization is not really interested in him, but they paid him anyway because they had no choice. They had no choice. All right. So there's a lot of turmoil, I think, going around this organization. Um, the way the way they treated Colin Murray, the way Colin Murray treats them and how he goes about certain things. Just the fact that he would talk to his head coach and say, chill the F out. I mean, I get it. I know I just said that this game's passionate, and but geez, you know, little five-five guy talking to you like that. Come on, man. Like, what's going on here? So Cliff Kingsbury, I think he looks the part. He looks good, right? As far as like he just very chiseled guy, you know. And I'm getting too TMI here, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? But I think there's the, the there's it's some there's some uh, what do you call it? What's the word? Um, it's kind of hollow. It's very uh, superficial around them around the Arizona Cardinals. Because if you look at that team really right now, like, you know, D-Hop came back, right? You know, and then they got the win against the Saints, but the Saints, that's a whole other problem, which unfortunately I'll talk about them later. I'll, I, yeah, I'll, well, we can talk about them. But listen, the Cardinals overall, to me, um, 
It'd be Barry Grant Jr. saying, uh, Mr. Choke Artist. Who's the choke artist, Barry? Is it, uh, you talking about Brandon Staley or Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs> but, yeah, so the Cardinals definitely got some problems. And he's got three flames because we've seen the Arizona Cardinals make moves quickly. They had Steve Wilkes in, in one year, and they booted him, right, to go and get Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, right? And they got rid of Joshua. So they're, they're very prone. They've shown that they are quick to move off, which I'm totally for. I think... If you want to make your situation better, you got to move quick. There's no reason to hang on to some of these guys if you don't feel like you're going to win with them. And I think he's right there. And if he's not, then if he's not done this year, he's done next year, and he'll be back in college somewhere. Maybe he goes to Oklahoma because they're going to need a coach too. Um, but it's not a college show; it's a football, NFL football show. But just keep that in mind. All right. Last guy, Josh McDaniels, Raider fans. Um, you want to talk about overreactors? Raider fans are, I mean, and, and I get it. Cowboy fans are too. Uh, I mean, but our coach, I think, is going to, he's going to stay, right? I didn't put him on the list because they're four and one, they're what, four and two with the backup quarterback playing majority of the game so far. But this guy, Josh, I don't think a lot of it is his fault. The defense, well, it is and it isn't. This defense is not good. They're just not, you know. Um, offensively, you know, they were in, they, they should have beat the Arizona, right? That was a game they should have won and maintained that victory. Probably should have beat the Chiefs, right? That would have been a really solid win, right? Now, they got the lowly Texans coming in, but, I mean, listen, that game might be closer than what it is, what people think. I think it's minus seven. Um, I wish my boy Fan Podcast was on because I know he knows all the lines and stuff like that. But I think that's minus seven at home against the Texans, right, who don't really have nothing to lose because they know they suck, okay? Well, the Raiders, they have this big expectation. They got a brand-new stadium. They got these boisterous fans, and, and, and some of their fans think they're still going to the Super Bowl at one and four. The reality is it, that they're not. They're, they're an average team, especially on the back end. They haven't drafted well in the past, and that's not Josh McDaniel's fault. That's the previous regime, uh, Mike Mayock and, and, and John Gruden, right? Um, but I don't think he's got one flame because I think everyone just needs to settle down. And the thing about it is, too, it's not the problem with the quarterback. It's your defense as well. Now, I get it. There's been some times where the offense hasn't gotten going, but they're running the ball a little bit better. Josh, Jake, Josh Jacobs is running the ball pretty effectively. Offensively, I think they're good, but that's never been the problem. You know, Darren Waller's out. They added Devontae Adams, who's doing his thing. Hunter Renfro coming back from the concussion a couple weeks ago. I think he's earned himself a little bit more time, and if uh, if Davis, if um, you know, if Mark Davis can give him some time, I think the Raiders can do something a little bit, but they have to they have to fix the problems on the defense. You have to. You know, Max Crosby's playing his ass off, right? Chandler Jones, uh, that was a big signing. I think a lot of people thought when they when they signed Chandler Jones that that he was gonna help, you know, with that defensive line. Okay. Um, but he hasn't. He hasn't really done that much. And so they don't really get the pass rush that they that we thought they were going to have. And their secondary is still atrocious. And my boy Barry says on the YouTube chat, he says, Josh McDaniel is not a great leader of men, though, Ryan. He's a coordinator, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, I mean, I I, I won't disagree with that statement. I just, I'm just i going to give him one more chance of another full season, let him get some more picks under his belt and see what they can do with that regime. Um, but, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, he's a. I think from a coordinating standpoint, he's really good. He's really good because he's kept it. I mean, I don't even know the Raiders where the Raiders rank in offensive uh, efficiency. Let, 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 let's see. Let's see where the Raiders rank at right now before we move on here. Um, 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we know that they're, they're, they're dead last in AFC West. That, 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 that I do know. <laughs> um, let's see where they're at. Offensively. I mean, look, total yards are ninth. They're, I mean, they're middle of the road. They're middle of the road. I mean, they're they're scoring a lot, but that could just be you know, they're because their defense isn't good, so they're in these they're they're in these back and forth games, right? Uh, but they're middle of the road for the most part offensively, right? Uh, they're ninth in total yards, twelfth in rushing, fifteenth in passing, sixth for points, third down in efficiency. They're ranked sixteenth, and then you look at the defense. Total yards are twentieth. Passing yards, they're 23rd. Now, their rush defense is pretty solid. They're, they're tied for 6th. They're 28th. They're almost, you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. They're 28th in points. So they give up a lot of points. And they're 14th in third down conversions. So that they, 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 they can be had. They can be gotten, right? So th- this is a middle-of-the-road team. I think a lot of people expected more out of them because of Devontae Adams' pick. You know, uh, trade the uh, Chandler Jones. The fact of the matter, it could boil down to leadership too, like like my boy Barry said. Um, but I think he's one flame. I think next year it's going to turn up just a little bit, especially if they don't they don't live up to these expectations that Raider fans have set. And and, and speaking from a fan base that expects a lot, you know, as a Cowboys fan, you know, this this is this is one of the more proud franchises in the National Football League from a global from a global brand, right? Uh, and their fans expect a certain thing, and just like us Cowboys fans, like I don't think we're gonna always go to the Super Bowl, but it's, a, it's there's this mindset that that's what people expect from the Raiders every year. Um, and when you walk into the situation as a head coach, especially him, he's got to know that you know because his fan base is crazy. For for as much as I don't like the Raiders, I still respect their fan base because they're very passionate about their team, regardless if they win, lose. And the same thing with the Cowboys fans, like Cowboys, I, bro, listen, people. The last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, I think I was in the, the sixth grade. The sixth grade. I'm 38 years old now with, with a family. Sixth grade was the last time they won a Super Bowl. And I'm still riding with them. So and you got Raider fans just like that as well. So those are the coaches on the hot seat. Let me know if you guys think there was anybody else out there that I missed. But I think for the most part, those are the, those are the main guys, I would say. Um, and we'll just go off of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... I don't know. We'll see. But again, you know, I mean, <laughs> this year, there's a lot. I think there's a lot more coaches. I feel like there's going to be some open jobs, I would say. And you never know. There, there might be another surprise somewhere. Um, if I had if I had to pick, maybe. Um, let me see. Who would be somebody that might get the axe? Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anybody else, really, that's underperformed. Maybe Lovey Smith from the Texans. But really, I think he was just kind of hired to... To, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why they hired him, to be honest with you. <laughs> really don't know. But he might be a guy, maybe. Maybe they they, they just they just needed to get a guy in there um, to kind of just have someone to be a face. And then they might be moving towards a different direction um, next season. But that might be the only next guy that I think might be on a hot seat. But I didn't really put him on there because, really, did we expect much from the Texans anyway this year? Not really. I doubt that. So, all right. Let's get on to the power rankings of week seven. So I don't have any special music. I probably need to develop that for the next show. But anywho, listen, 
You guys see them. Week seven power rankings. I got the Eagles at number one. They're the only undefeated team left in the in the league. They're six and zero now. They pulled off a really good win against the Dallas Cowboys last week, but I think the Cowboys can get at them. I think there are they are susceptible, right? We can you know, but and I'm not I'm not being a bitter Cowboy fan. They won the game. They won the game flat out. Congratulations. I'm not going to say much other than the fact that I think that we with a with a backup quarterback and not moving the ball efficiently in the first half. I think if the Cowboys had figured out that in the first half, what they did in the second half, this game would have been a little bit different. But it is what it is. Congratulations to the Eagles. You're 6-0. and You've won the Super Bowl. Not, right? But for now, you're number one in the power rankings only because you're undefeated. Buffalo Bills have surged back up after beating the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. That just, I mean, that has to supplant the Chiefs, right? Over, uh, excuse me, the Bills have to supplant the Chiefs. Straight up, head to head, they beat them. It is what it is. Now that's not the last time I think those two teams are going to play. That game is that we're probably going to see that game again, probably uh, late January, early November, um, in Orchard Park in in Buffalo for an AFC Championship game, and that's going to be a doozy because each of these last couple games that these teams have played have been very intriguing, very intriguing. All right, I got the Chiefs at third right now. I mean, you lose, so but I still think they got enough between coaching and their quarterback play. You know, I think they'll be all right, um, and they'll stay right there. Now, Minnesota Vikings, I was talking to my friend again last night about this. I, I'll, I'll, I'm putting them up there because I believe what, they're 5-1 they're and one or 4-1, and one, I forgot what their record is, but they've only lost one game. Now, I don't know really if this is really true about the Vikings. Like, are they this team that is good? Now, defensively, they've regressed. They're not the same defensive team. Offensively, they're still they're still pretty solid for the most part. Um, they don't run the ball effectively like they've had before. Dalvin Cook's been injured. Uh, I know I think he's back now. But do I really believe in this team? And and I still don't. I still don't, unfortunately. And, and I know that might sound disrespectful because you know their record is is what their record is. But to me, I just it's something about the Vikings that I just I think they're a little fraudulent. Time will only tell because they're going to make the playoffs and they'll probably end up winning this division because the Packers are just letting it go. Uh, But do we really believe in Kirk Cousins at the end of the day? And when you get into the playoffs, you're going to be playing other elite quarterbacks. And can does he stack up? Now, one thing going for the Vikings is that really the NFC really, really isn't that good. I mean, I mean, it's not good. It's just there. It's not a lot of separation. I mean, the Eagles are, are the top team in the NFC, obviously, right? Then you can probably say the Vikings. And then after that, you got, you, you, it's just kind of everybody else. You know, the Bucs aren't playing really well right now. Obviously, we'll talk about the Cowboys and all that. There's a lot of other teams that maybe have something to say. Um, and and I don't know. And, and you know, my co- one of my cousins, he's a Vikings fan. And he probably will have something to say about it. But I'm, I got him at fourth. So, I mean, I'm going to respect the fact that, the, the, that their record, they, they've won. They played who they played and they've beaten who they need to beat. So I'll leave it at that. Now, the Bengals, um, they surged back a little bit. The Bengals are, you know, they're getting a little bit better. Joe Burrow, even though I, I the Cowboys beat them, I still have them above the Cowboys just a little bit. Um, but this, I, I kind of went back and forth. This could have easily flip-flopped, okay? Um, but they're starting to get their, their groove together. Um, and I think at the end of the day, that offense line is still going to be their downfall. I, I mean, really, they, they do. everyone thought that they kind of shored up this offensive line. And reality is that they really didn't. Unfortunately, it just didn't seem like that happened. Um, but we'll see what happens down the and down the stretch um, towards the end of the season. All right, Dallas Cowboys. I think they're going to be looking to move up. Their schedule is playing out really, really nicely. 
really, really nicely. Uh, you got the Lions today. Hopefully, that's got to be a win. I mean, literally, it, that's got to be a win. Um, you know, but their schedule is, is, is shaping up. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, that's, I mean, listen, they got the Lions today, Chicago, at Green Bay and at Minnesota. The Minnesota game might be difficult. I think you can get after Green Bay, right? So Green Bay isn't that good as well. Um, so their next four games are all winnable games, right? Winnable games. So the, the, they have a chance to improve. Um, you know, Dak Prescott comes back. That defense is elite. That's a top five defense, man. The way they get after it, um, it it's one of the better defenses I've seen in Dallas in quite some time. I mean, listen, I'm just reading off their rankings on defense, right? Total yards, they're ninth, which I'm okay with that. Passing yards, fourth, right? Rushing, uh, they're still susceptible to the running, to the run game, right? Um, but they're, they're 19th points, third overall. They're, only at, they're giving up 16 and a half points a game. That's really good. Third down, they're really good at getting teams off of third down. So that's really good. Now, offensively, again, it's, pre, it's pretty bad. That, I think that's part of the reason why you can't really propel them up, at least for me, in the top five, just because they can't score. They can't score. I don't know if with, with that coming back, that's going to help out tremendously. We'll, 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 that's, we'll have to wait and see. But listen, total yards, they're 28th. Uh, passing yards, they're 27th. Rushing, they're 16th. Points, they're 23rd. And third down, convert, third down conversions, they're 29th. And honestly, for me, to be, to be a really good team, you got to be able to convert on third down. And they offensively, they just don't. And so I don't think this could be a Super Bowl contending team because offensively, they can't they can't convert that. And is that going to change? We'll see. We'll see today. Um, but they should get right against uh, the Detroit Lions um, coming in this morning. All right. New York Giants. This is another, they're like the Minnesota Vikings. They're, they're kind of an enigma as well. Um, you know, their record, they're, they're sitting second in the NFC East right now. But really, um, you know, they're, they're, everything is running through Saquon Barkley. I mean, literally everything. Now, the Giants have always played. Uh, defense very well historically. I will give them that. You know, they're winning games based off of coaching. Brian Dable has done a fantastic job. If he's not the leader for coach of the year right now, I don't know who else could be. Um, just based on what he has and what they've been able to do, um, it's been remarkable. It's been remarkable. Um, but they're they're kind of fraudulent too because they can't score either. And if they play another solid defensive team that has a little bit of offensive prowess, then then they're going to be in trouble. They're going to be in trouble because they can't score. I mean, they're nearly, I mean, they're, they're, they're damn near really near, excuse me, they're damn near at the bottom of every offensive stat. Or not every offensive, but, but they're, pretty, they're pretty bad. Now, defensively, they can be gotten to, right? Um, but the situationally, they, they're okay. They're kind of just hanging on by a thread, I would say. And, and you're probably thinking, five and one hanging on a thread. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got Baltimore. They beat Baltimore. Which the Baltimore game was a good win last week. I'll give them that. They're at Jacksonville. They're at Seattle. Those are two tough games. Those are two tough games, and we're going to see a little bit more about them. Um, but we're going to have to wait. We're, we're going to wait and see about them. So, But the Giants, uh, I got them up there. Now, the Niners, I got them at eighth. You know, they, they lost on the road to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they got a big one today against the Chiefs. They added Christian McCaffrey. Um Listen, let me, let me spend some time and talk about that real quick. So a lot of people are saying, well, you know, they gave up, you know, a second, third, fourth, and, you know, to the Carolina Panthers. Listen, I get it. I'm, I'm not big on draft picks like that. Um, I think it's got to be balanced. And, it, and, well, number one, you got to know your team, right? 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Niners traditionally have drafted very well. A lot of their guys are homegrown guys. So I'm not worried about, you know, them giving up draft picks because right now they feel they're in a situation to win now. Right, they feel like they've got what they need to win a Super Bowl. Whether people agree with that or not, within their organization, that's what they feel. Right now, you did you did give up a lot for a guy that's been pretty injury prone. All right, um, to a team that doesn't really know who their quarterback's going to be next year. Is it going to be Trey Lance? Are they going to move off Jimmy Garoppolo finally? What's going to happen? Right, because Trey Lance is done for the year. Right, so it's Jimmy G's time. Now, this team does play defense still pretty well. Now They do have some offensive line issues, but I think they can overcome that a little bit. Now, they got a big one today. They got a big one today against the Chiefs. If they can somehow win that game, that might quiet all those doubters and haters about the pick or about the trade, right? Again, yeah, you're giving up a third, a second, third, and a fourth, but you don't know who those players are going to be. We know what Christian McCaffrey is when he's healthy. When he's healthy. And that's a big question, right? You guys can't see me, but I'm doing my air quotations. That's a big question. When he is healthy. And that's the problem. When, when is he healthy? He's been healthy so far this year, but is that enough, right? Um, so I, I'm okay with the trade. Carolina obviously got a good stockpile of, 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 of draft picks, and they're going to continue to get because they're going. this is a fire sale. I heard, I heard uh, DJ Moore is on the block. Uh, one of the linebackers, Burns, is on the trading block. I think some teams offered a first and a second for that kid. So we'll have to wait and see. But it's one thing to have the draft picks. It's what do you do with the draft picks? And those are unknown commodities. Whereas you trade for a Christian McCaffrey, although he is injured a lot and he's older on the older side, um, and you already have a pretty solid running back, I would say, or a running back room, um, does he give you more pop? Maybe, maybe doesn't, but I think they're trying to go all in, um, and they think offensively this 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 trade could help them, and we'll we'll see we'll see if he pay if it pays off dividends early. Um, so it's tough because he just got traded Thursday, and and he's going to suit up today, from what I read um, today against Kansas City. So we'll have to see. I, I'm not I'm not going to bash the trade because I think that it, both both teams got what they needed because they're two they're in two different situations. Carolina is done. They're they're just trying to rebuild, right? The Niners are not quite rebuilding. They're trying to reload a little bit. They're they're still a formidable team, okay? They could probably still end up winning this division, NFC West, and making a playoffs, so, and making a run towards the Super Bowl. You just never know. This we won't know until the end of December. That's or yeah, end of December, mid January. You're gonna start seeing those teams who are starting to separate themselves. It always works out this way. So I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to get on social media like some people do and just react to all these things. And like, I get it. That's how you get followers. That's how you get views. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm just going to keep it real, right? Um, it's a wait and see game. It's a wait and see game. So we'll see what happens with the Niners. All right. Baltimore Ravens at ninth. Listen, you know, bad loss last week against the Ravens. I mean, you're up 10 literally in the, in the what, fourth quarter. I think that's what the situation was. 
and you blow it. Again, that's like their third or fourth loss where they just they blew it. And and that's going to be a problem. That's not just a one-off situation, right? To me, the Baltimore Ravens are a very front-running type of team. Everything's good. Lamar Jackson's the best when they're winning, right? I mean, I, but he's this great gift to, to quarterback play. He's a good player. And again, I've been, I'm on record saying it. He's a good player, but he's not this guy that everyone thinks he is, man. You, if you force him to sit in the pocket, like you force him. If he beats you, then, then you shake his hand at the 50-yard line and you call it a day. But more often than not, he's not going to do that. He's going to try to utilize his legs. And, oh, he's 171% of his games. That's great. That's great. But what's he like in the playoffs? We've already seen regular season Lamar. I, I'm, I'm done with that. I, I, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to see something else. He's 1-4 in the playoffs, people. Wake up. He is what he is. When you play really good teams in the playoffs, they know how to play you. There's a reason why other teams are in the playoffs because they're good, right? Now, he's going to get his money. Why? Because, you know, the Ravens ain't got no choice. Who, who are they going to put back there? Tyler Huntley, who's a nice quarterback, but he's not a starting quarterback in the National Football League, right? Or maybe he is. I don't know. But they're going to pay the guy. They have to. But the Ravens, to me, they could easily be falling out. And I know that they just picked up Deshaun Jackson. I don't know what that's going to do for them, really. But honestly, you, you probably need, they need to go out and make a move for a younger receiver like Elijah Moore, somebody. Somebody, Chase Claypool, well, they wouldn't trade within the division. But there's guys out there, right? So we'll have to wait and see. And Tampa Bay, I got them at 10th. Listen, um, they're, they're sliding, though. They're sliding. You know, I think there's some turmoil now with Tom Brady and his uh, offensive linemen. They just don't seem like everything is clicking all day. I think there's too much going on personally for Tom Brady, and it's just not working out. Um, and, and, and I think this, this definitely should probably be his last year in the National Football League for sure. Um because it's, it, he's look, I mean, he's still competing at a high level, but this team overall just doesn't have it right now. And and maybe, maybe I mean, you know, the, the year they won the Super Bowl, it was a little bit of, of turmoil, and they were able to right the ship. But I, I don't think I don't think this is the case this time around. I think there's just too much to overcome, and Tampa Bay is probably going to be falling out of the top ten here shortly. Uh, we'll see next week what happens, but you know, we'll have to wait. All right, honorable mention: I got the New York Jets. You know, listen, they're upcoming. You know, big. If they can go on a road today in Mile High City and beat the Broncos, even though they don't have Russell Wilson, that's still a formidable defense that they're playing. But the Jets have a superior defense as well themselves. Um, and the reason I know this is because I listened to my boy uh, Alfred Parson Jr., who runs the Jet Fuel podcast on the Grid Network. So shout out to him. Um, you know, if you're a Jets fan, listen to that podcast. It's very informative. I think I know more about the Jets now than I ever have in my whole life. And I have a cousin that's a Jets fan, and I and I plugged him in. On this, on this podcast. It's very informative. So I, I like what the Jets are doing. They got a young nucleus. Their defense is tremendous with Sauce Gardner, um, Quinnen Williams. You know, they're doing their thing. Uh, I forgot the name of the linebacker that they got. He used to play for uh, for Tampa Bay. But, you know, the, the running back, Brees Hall, who I've seen play live last year when he was at Iowa State. Iowa State, they played UNLV here, just thrashed them. But I got to see the kid live, and I was like, wow, he's legit. And so they, they, they got a good thing going there. Zach Wilson, you know, is a young quarterback. I'm not sure if he's going to be like this Patrick Mahomes kind of guy, but he's solid. So if they can get this win, I think, I'm, I think I'll be willing to move them into the, um, the, 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 the top 10. I just don't want to give it too early to them because the last time I, I, I kind of put my, my money on them, they screwed me when they lost to the Bengals after coming back from the Browns. So I just want to see if they can handle this 
there's this winning ways because it's a culture. Some teams just don't know how to win, and they don't know how to handle themselves when they start winning. So we'll see. They're still young. I'm gonna have the Chargers in there because they they are on a, a two win uh, winning streak. You know they're playing hard. They're they're winning these games, but their coach, I think to me, he is there. He is the reason why they're gonna be held back. I, I really believe that. So we'll have to wait and see if those two teams can crack the top ten uh, for next week from our power rankings. All right. <clears throat> Let's get to the predictions real quick. All right, first things first, we got the New York Giants taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. Listen, this is an interesting game. I think that the Giants aren't this great team, and Jacksonville isn't that great either. You know, Jacksonville, I thought I I had better hopes for them. Now, they dropped some games where I thought, man, how'd you drop that one, all right? But this is a winnable game for them. I'm trying to get the spread on this game. Uh, I want to say it's pretty close, if I'm not mistaken. Um, minus three, Jacksonville. Minus three. But uh, Jacksonville has more offense, and I think their defense just might be good enough to take this win. I'm going to go with Jacksonville to win this game, all right, uh, just because they have a little bit more offense and they're at home. All right, next game I got Green Bay taking on the, the Carson Wentzless commanders green bay you got to win this game if green bay loses this game that's it i'm done green bay see you next year aaron Rodgers, you're done sorry i thought you were good enough to carry this team but you're obviously you're not i thought he was that dude he apparently isn't um so therefore i'm done if they lose this game and their favorite on the road but if they somehow lose this game because the, let's be real they get out they get after it out the gates early but they don't finish well and that's the big reason for some of their losses in the last couple of weeks is that they don't finish games. So where's the second half coaching? Other team make adjustments? They don't. So they lose. All right. Falcons taking on the Bengals. Um, this game is at minus six and a half for the Bengals. Falcons, Falcons coming off a really big win at home against the Niners. The Falcons play hard, man. They play hard wherever. They play hard. The Bengals got to be careful. I think the Falcons may have figured out how to use Marcus Mariota uh, but I still think that the Bengals should win this game. I'm going to go with the Bengals at home. It's going to be closer than six and a half. I think this is going to be probably a field goal or less type of win for the Bengals, but this is going to be an exciting game to watch. So if you got NFL Sunday pass, like me, go ahead and watch this game. I think it's going to be good, especially in the uh, Most of the Falcons games are really good at the end of the, se- at the, end of the game. So maybe early on, it's not that great, but towards the end, that's when you want to catch it. All right. Tampa Bay taking on the uh, the fire cell Panthers. I mean, Carolina Panthers, because they're giving up damn near everybody. Um, Tampa Bay, you got to take care of this. This is almost a two-touchdown game. They're minus 13. Now, I don't think they'll cover it. That's, that's I me. Mean, listen, I've been watching football a lot, man, in the, especially in the NFL. Almost two touchdowns, that's, that's, that's hard, man, for an NFL team to beat another team by two touchdowns. And you're probably thinking, well, does it happen a lot? Man, realistically, man, that's, it doesn't happen that frequently. So when you see that line, I'm more inclined to take, and I know Carolina's starting P.J. Uh, Walker at quarterback today, right? Um, the guy that he, he's been around the league a while. Uh, he was a star in, what was it, the USFL or XFL, whatever, whatever. I don't know what other, other league we had out there because we got so many of them, right? Um, but mine is 13, I don't know, man. You got uh, there's a professionals on that other locker room. So if I was a, I am a betting man. Probably I might, I might be inclined to take the plus thirteen because I think that the Panthers they're gonna lose. Of course, I don't think that's that's no. There's no doubt about that. They're gonna lose. But 
I think they might cover though. So I might go look at that on my William Hill app, even though I'm not, I'm, it's not a paid sponsorship, but I'm going to, I'm going to look that up and see uh, what the spread is on that here. So, all right, but uh, Tampa Bay should win this game. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. All right. Jets and the Broncos. Now, Russell Wilson is not playing. This is not a good week for Russell Wilson. He, he's not playing this week. Subway removes his Danger Witch sandwich, which I didn't get a chance to try, which I probably wasn't anyway, because that commercial was hella creepy. Um, and I did have Subway the other night. And, but, uh, but anyway, Nonetheless, I think the Jets should win this game. Now, I believe I'm looking up this, the spread on this one. Where is it at? Uh, where is it at? Where is the Jets at? I know I'm tripping. Oh, minus two. I mean, it's going to be a close game. Regardless of the quarterback play, they're playing in Denver. That's a very hostile, rough environment to play in. If you've never been there, I'm going in there in a couple of weeks with my daughter. She has a soccer tournament out there, so we'll be out there. Um so I told her about it. I was like, listen, it's it, man, you got to get used to that, 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 that high altitude. And she didn't had no idea. But she's going to find out. And so a lot of Jets players, they're, they're going to find that out. So they can't get too excited because they're not playing against Russell Wilson. But that altitude and the, the Denver Broncos defense is going to keep this game close. But I still like the Jets to win. I'm taking the Jets today to win this game over Denver. All right. I got Seattle and the L.A. Chargers. I, you know, Seattle, I mean... Their defense cannot stop anybody, but their offense can score. Geno Smith is looking pretty pretty good, I would say. Maybe comeback player of the year, perhaps. Maybe at least an honorable mention, I would say. Even though the Chargers continue to win, I think today is going to be a game where it's going to be close. I think the Seahawks are going to be able to put a little bit more pressure. Even though their defense is not that great, um, they're going to figure that out. And I think I got the Seattle Seahawks winning this game on the road. Um, straight up money lines, just straight up winning this game against Chargers because I feel like it's going to come down every week. It's going to come down to a Brandon Staley decision, and he's going to make the wrong one every single time. Um, and so, therefore, I feel like the Seahawks in an upset. This is an upset. Um, should go and win this game today in LA at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. All right, I got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans have basically owned the Colts, and I don't think that'll change today. <clears throat> I think for the most part, both teams are pretty even. Um, uh, but Tennessee has a running game. Colts don't. So I'm going to go with the Titans to, to win and go 2-0 against the, uh, the Colts and take sole possession of the AFC South, um, and, and, and that's how that's going to be. All right, we got the Dallas Cowboys at home taking on the Detroit Lions. Listen, the Cowboys coming off of, of a – at least I know the defense is feeling pretty butthurt about what happened. They gave up, what, like 27 points last week to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, you know – Thought they won the Super Bowl, their coaches, uh, whatever. They feel some type of way about it. I think they're going to get right today to, against the Detroit Lions. They should be able to score on them because everyone and their mama has been able to score on Detroit Lions. Uh, so they should get this win. I got I got the Cowboys taking that one pretty pretty easily, I would say. I got the Cleveland Browns on the road taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, um, this this is coming at minus six and a half. The Browns, you know, they're, they're almost, they're what, one week away or two weeks away at least from Deshaun Watson taking over. This is not a good football team anymore. Uh, I feel really bad because they do got some talent on there, but it's just not working out. It's just not working out. Baltimore coming off a, a bad loss last week should return home, and they should be able to run rough shot over the Cleveland Browns and get this win. All right. Houston Texans here in Las Vegas taking on the Raiders. Um, this, this one, what's the line on this one? I think it was, I think it was like a touchdown. Yeah, minus seven. Um, <sighs> you know, here's the thing with the Raiders. Like, this could be a blowout for them. 
Or it can go the other way. <clears throat> it can go the other way. Because their defense is so bad, you just don't know. I'm going to take the Raiders, although I would not be surprised, and I'm hedging a little bit, I would not be surprised if the Texans win this game, right? The Raiders got a tough stretch after this game. They go on the road for two weeks, back-to-back in New Orleans, right? Which, you know, speaking of, they don't they don't know what the quarterback situation is for them there. Like, they're... That, that's that's it's sad actually what's what's happened to them um Dennis Allen might be a coach I should have probably added him in, on my hot seat but we'll see um but they got they got New Orleans and then they got Jacksonville on the road so they're gonna stay out for two weeks they're not coming back um this is a win they gotta get they gotta go they gotta get on a roll if they can win this game somehow which they should right and you should go into to New Orleans and that's a team but again they can score a little bit so you just never know um but, but this is should be a win for the Raiders today against the Texans but I think this game is going to be closer than 7 points for sure All right then we got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Chiefs this game is minus 1 Kansas City That tells you a lot man like the odds makers they're not fools the Niners do not suck. I know they're coming off a bad loss against Atlanta, but this is a good football team, a well-coached football team. They got some deficiencies, obviously, but they they play defense well enough. They can keep in games. Jimmy Garoppolo is not he's not as dynamic as most people would want him to be, but he's solid. And we'll see what what Christian McCaffrey will add to this offense today. Uh, but a lot of people are going to take the Niners because it's still close. I'm going to take the Chiefs only because they're at home. If the Chiefs were on the road in in Levi Stadium, I would probably say, oh, no, they are. I take that back. <clears throat> I'm tripping. I flipped it. You know what? I'm going to switch it up. I will take the Niners today. I will take because they are at home. Because they are at home, I'm going to take them as their home underdogs. So uh, I'm going to place that bet today after this, after this show is done. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm going to take the Niners to win this game. Uh, I had it flipped around. I did not realize that I made the graphic wrong. and I incorrectly had them in the row, but really they're at home. So that crowd's going to be pumped up. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to introduce Christian McCaffrey, who's coming back home to the Bay Area. So a place where he played, you know, so, you know, it's a little homecoming. Maybe they, they can build off of that um, and, and get this win against the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Sunday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers and Miami Dolphins. Um... I mean, can I be real? Like this, this matchup probably was exciting in the beginning of the year, but it's not so much exciting anymore. But I think Tua is getting the start, so I'm going to go with the, with with the Dolphins to win this game. I'm going to go with if Tua comes back and is decent. Um, I, I I think I think they should win this game at home. Um, Pittsburgh, although they had a really good win against Tampa Bay last week, <clears throat> I, they offensively they they just they just they can't get it they can't get it going. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with them. But I'm going to take the Dolphins to win at home for Sunday night. And Monday Night Football, a game in which only these two team fan bases are going to be watching. Chicago Bears taking on New England Patriots in a schnoozer. Um, we all know what Bill Belichick does to young quarterbacks. And Justin Fields, for for, for what it's worth, he's a, tough, he's a weird situation because he's on, a, he's on a bad team, but he doesn't make really good decisions either. So... And you and that's a combination for Bill Belichick to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get after him. And and, and I really feel like th- this game is probably gonna be a blowout, man. I ain't gonna lie. Um, New England's minus eight at home on Monday night, and, and Bailey Zappi is looking pretty solid. And I don't know if my boy Barry is still on the show uh, watching the live, but listen, your boy Mac Jones is in trouble. You know, Bailey Zappi is proving to probably be a better fit for this New England offense, at least for the rest of this year, than Mac Jones. Mac Jones better could start. 
contacting his realtor and selling whatever property he has in New England because I think his time is coming to an end. Um, and because Bailey, I'm not, I'm not saying Bailey Zappi is the future, but I think he's he gives you a little bit more from an athleticism standpoint than Mac Jones does. And, and we're gonna see, we're gonna see. Uh, but I got the New England Patriots winning that game on Monday Night Football tomorrow, which uh, I might tune in a little bit just because. Yeah, I really have nothing else all that going on, but so we'll see. I have to wait and see. All right, clutch picks of the week. Last week I went one and three. The week before I went one and three. Now I'm a total eleven and eleven. I'm five hundred, man. Like I'm trying to battle. I'm fighting. So I'm going out on a limb today. I got Seattle for my boy uh, John Rivera from the Fan Podcast. I'm taking his Jets. J E T S Jets. 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 Shout out to my cousin who also is Jets fans as well. Uh, and I got the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm taking my Dallas Cowboys to win outright today. So I'm looking to go 4 0, man. If I can go 4 0, give me a nice little buffer again. I can start feeling good about myself a little bit, you know, get, you know, start bouncing around, feeling good, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. So those are my clutch picks of the week. Check it out on social media. I posted it on there if you forget. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'll keep it real, man. Like, listen, it, it's hard, man. You, you, you think you know everything and all, but. Some of these, some of these games that I've lost, it's just, it's been like last second. You know, I was looking good at one point, and sometimes this, this is how it goes. That's, that's just betting, right? You know, this, it is what it is. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I feel, I, I still feel confident in my decisions, even though those weeks I did go one and three. I could easily went three and one, but that's just not how it goes sometimes. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but anyway, that's all the time I got, man. We, I mean, almost an hour, man. That's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys come back tonight and watch the NFL after dark. We're going to recap all of the day's events, go over the games and whatever storylines that, that may occur throughout the day. So you want to, you want to watch that show later on tonight after, um, Sunday night football. I know you East coast people, you're probably going to be snoozing, but trust me, you don't want to miss out. It's a good show. So, uh, make sure you tune into that. Um, so yeah. That's all I got. So hey, we got about an hour away from kickoff. I gotta get, I gotta get changed. I gotta get put my Cowboys gear on. You know, I want to represent for the grid today. So I'm doing that uh, eloquently, uh, I would think. Um, but other than that, man, hey, enjoy your Sunday morning and afternoon. I will see you guys tonight, immediately after Sunday night football for my NFL After Dark. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good one. So hey, until next time, man. Hey, this is Clutch Sports Talk NFL Sunday morning with me, Ryan Flowers. Like I always say, never settle till the work is done. Let's go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.